actually back in the Thrill of Hope. We're kind of going through some of the foundational pieces of the Thrill of Hope and why we're doing it. And I don't know how long it's going to take because I'm not in a hurry. So, and Lord willing, I'm not going anywhere for a while. So we'll be, we'll be good to go and finish it out over the course of the next forever. So, um, but we kind of started with this idea um, in, 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 Two weeks, or the, the first weekend in November, is Grace and Mercy's ninth birthday. So we're nine years old as a church, and we, we started actually at Grace and Mercy um, going through Titus, a Bible study that we had at Pastor Chuck Hickman's house, and we went through Titus kind of like line by line. I think it's it was like uh, 17, 20 weeks or something like that. Mom, I think you're the only one besides Mo and I who were there. But um, you're gonna ask to <laughs> not at all. So uh, I will just remi- I will just tell you how to feel about it. <laughs> um, you loved it, by the way. So, um, but uh, one of the verses that really stuck out and why kind of the church, uh, the the name Grace and Mercy Church came about is because of Titus two. 11 through 14 for the grace of God has appeared bringing salvation for all people and in that we kind of looked at it like okay this is a grace of God and then it's training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passion to live self-controlled upright and godly lives in the present age waiting for the blessed hope the appearing of glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ who gave himself for us to redeem us from all unlawlessness and purify himself a people for his own possession who are zealous for good works. And it's like, so we have for the grace of God, and then the rest is just mercy given to us. And that's kind of where the name grace and mercy came from. And it's, uh, it's a beautiful uh, reminder to us. I remember when I first said this, somebody laughed. They said, you started a church called Grace and Mercy? And they laughed in my face and said, you're not very gracious or merciful. And I said, well... It's not about who I am. It's about what God's done in me, and hopefully I'll become that. And so as we talk about this, we talked about reconciliation, God making all things new, God making us new and giving us this good work to go out and do. But the the truth of it is, is that it's not only people who are broken in this world, amen? Like it's it's also systems that the world's run on, right? There's corporations, governments, uh, even churches we see that are broken and seeking heal and all of these are kind of seeking the healing that God has for us. Like we want all these systems to be in place uh, so that we can live a easier life, right? I mean, uh, live life abundant. And so there's so much brokenness in the world and these broken relationships are broken relationships with God, broken relationships with each other, broken relationships with, um, uh, just systems that are in place again, whether that be our work or our government or however that is, or, and even relationships, uh, with creation and it affects our relationship with ourselves as well. All of these are broken and they need to be healed by Jesus. And so when we talk about reconciliation, we are helping reconcile, uh, all these broken relationships. Now, not all at the same time, not on the grand scope of things, right? Like, I don't know if any of us in here are ever going to run for president or anything like that and try and fix certain things. But we, but some of us homeschool and speak into our kids' lives and help them, right? Some of us go to work and we send out emails, hopefully, just to make something that's broken whole in the name of Jesus and doing it for his good and his glory. Because 
Jesus lived a whole life. And I love the idea of this whole life. Like, wasn't just in segments. Like, he lived it in totality for us. The boring days, the exciting days, the days that we read about in Scripture, and the days in between. He lived them all. And in this, he is exchanging his life for ours. He's taking his wholeness and taking our brokenness. And this isn't just something in heaven at the end of time that we have to wait later later on for. It will be in totality then. But Jesus wants this here and now for us to work in this and, and see God's kingdom come on heaven as, in, as it is in earth. Um, and I think that we just get to work towards this brokenness. And we did start Grace and Mercy with this idea that, you know, maybe in 10 years it might look like something. Maybe in 10 years it might look something. We can look back and just go, oh, yeah, look at all these things that God did. And even nine years in, I think about this and I'm like, oh, yeah, look at all these things that God did. And it's actually like even especially for such a small church, it's actually really cool. But when I first became a pastor, Steve Tompkins, I remember the day after I became a pastor, Steve Tompkins sat me down and he told me this story. He said, I was pastoring in a small town for 10 years. And he had this one guy on the first Sunday come up to him and talk to him for hours and hours and hours. And Steve couldn't figure out what to do with this guy. Next week, same thing, except for it was on the phone. And it became a tradition that every week the guy called him, like Monday or Tuesday, and they talked for hours. And as Steve spent time with this man in the day-to-day, he didn't seem to see much of a difference. But then as Steve got ready to, and Steve even said, he's like, I just felt like this guy's just never going to understand the grace that Jesus has for him. But the truth of the matter is, is that Steve was getting ready to leave and move back. That was in Canada, move back down here to the States. Um, He looked back and he took, chose this one guy in particular to look back on. And Steve had actually, over that 10 years, had seen tremendous growth in this one individual who he couldn't see it in the moment because it was so incremental and so slow but the man's relationship with jesus over 10 years had grown leaps and bounds he would steve would say he was working towards reconciliation and this man was being reconciled even though it didn't look like much in the moment over time with patience there was tons of growth and so i was introduced to pastoring and encouraged not to lose sight of the slow work of god we don't always understand the timing. It's not always about, and especially at the time we were at a church that grew in leaps and bounds and like all that kind of stuff. But don't lose work or don't lose sight of the slow work of God. And so we get to be about that. And John Perkins, the man who started the Christian Community Development Association, uh, what he was in ministry. And every time he would go and was shown a ministry, he would say something. I don't have my books. Uh, they're in storage right now, but said something along the lines of this. In 10 years, this might really be something. This is pretty cool, so just keep going. And that, was, that call for longevity was actually this idea because sin separates and we need Jesus' wholeness to bring us back. And so we get to just take care of what Jesus has for us today, do the slow work that God has for us, and then and in part we get to become light in this dark world through reconciliation. And so one of the reasons why we do Thrill Hope is that. It's slow work. It doesn't have to be like this big explosive thing. And so sometimes I think when somebody says, okay, reconcile, you're, we're reconciling to God, to one another, to all creation, like all this stuff. And it's like, whoa, 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 like slow down. How do I do this today? 
And so we get to look at that, uh, we get to look in it like that and work towards that. So I just want to encourage us. So Father, I come before you and Lord, we just pray that we can be about your reconciliation. I pray that we can do this. I pray that we're not impatient with it, but that we trust in your slow work. In Jesus' name, amen.